Hey y'all, and welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week we're going to talk about the Oscars! And we're also going to talk about Fuller House and Kelly Clarkson. Oh wow. With me as always is my wonderful co-host Adrian Gomez. I don't know which is worse. Stop! Now you're going to be shady about Kelly. No. Okay. Uh, you heard me defending her to et mm-hmm. Okay. So first of all, we're going to talk about, we'll spend the majority of this talking about the Oscars. Yes. It, the Oscars were tonight. If you haven't watched it, you should hit pause now because we're going to spoil literally everything. The living daylight out of it. So first of all, if you live, the award shows now are like, if you're not watching it live, you might as well not watch it. Oh yeah, because like be the Grammys, I was late watching the Grammys, uh-huh. and I wa- I knew almost every winner before I got home. You're right, and I was so annoyed. I is that I don't know. I mean, it's just, that's just the kind of world we live in now. It's terrible. I know. I hate it. Well, because everybody, ha- yeah. Well, anyway, we don't need to talk about. Let's talk about global warming, shall we? What do you think about when celebrities get up there and use their moment to talk about global warming? Love it. More power to you. Ugh. I just thought all people care about is that you've never won. This is. You know, right. you know, this is also not a nod to Kate Winslet. What is he supposed to say? He could at least go shake her hand or like blow her a kiss or something or, you know. She knows in the moment that they're there in that moment together. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll start with Chris Rock. Fun times. I enjoyed him for five minutes. Yeah. After that, I thought, th- okay, first of all, I'm going to sound like a big racist. So if you're black... <laughs> You should probably hit pause. No, I, I don't mean that. But I'm saying, I understand the whole issue. There is an issue. Diversity. Undeniably an issue. Clearly. Even Which if you I look think, out in the audience, I think, it was all white. Exactly. I think the issue does has nothing to do with the Oscars. Right. It has to do with something much, much larger. Correct. However, you're all there. This is what it is. And there becomes a point where not only was he beating a dead horse... As far as, like, the same joke throughout the entire thing. That being said, the last time Chris Rock hosted, it was also all black jokes. 75% of the ceremony was him talking about white chicks, which had come out that year. So, like... Love that. And it was funny. And he did the same shtick where he went and interviewed people, like, at a mall or something Uh and asked them what their favorite movie was. And every single one of them said white chicks. And they'd never heard of the Oscar movies. So I thought it was clever that he used that whole thing again. But, like, there's... Like I said, there's obviously an issue. I think he was the perfect person to address that issue in a great, humorous way. Agreed. However, there's a point where it's almost insulting to the people who are there, Mm. who have, literally, this is the peak of their career. Mm. You will never get bigger than the moment you're about to win your Oscar. That's true. And him saying, come on, Leo gets a part every year, and the cameraman flashing to Leo... That is so uncomfortable on so many levels. Like, yeah, I know it's all in good fun, but at the same time, like, Leo didn't do anything wrong, and, like, he deserves to be there. So it just kind of got awkward, like, having these little montages of some sort of black joke mm. and then them flashing to an audience of white people, like, clapping and, like, happily giggling along. Eh, it was so not for me on a lot of ways. After the, and also like his, uh, his, like I said, his monologue I enjoyed minus the end where he like oddly started talking about them not asking women who they wore on the red carpet and only asking men. And then that being the end, I was like, huh? Like, where did this come from? But, eh, it, eh, 
Eh, it just I was it like, didn't feel like the Oscars. Exactly, it felt like a joke the in a lot of ways. Of it didn't feel I like mean, Stacy Dash, that and the thing weird. is, ninety percent of the people in that room don't know who Stacy Dash is or get that joke. Yeah. Nor do people who I think really would care about the Oscars. That's why nobody laughed. Yeah, it was so awkward. Which that's what he wanted. Yeah. So I guess it worked for him. But I wonder what he'll say about that moment. I know, and I can't believe, first of all, that was not a good thing for her to, like, be in on the joke about, you know what I mean? Yeah. I did not like that. But we all were sitting there going, oh my word, and that's exactly what they want. Exactly, because those, we are the people who they want to kind of shock and awe. Exactly. You know what I mean? I don't know, it was good. I I liked the Angela Bassett part. I liked the Whoopi Goldberg part, where she was mopping, and they put all the black people in the movies. But what about, like, the Asian people? Hispanic people? Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. They were also And it was interesting watching it with... We had two Hispanic girls at our house watching it with us. We did. And they sort of were picking up on little things that I would never have picked up on about Hispanic people and sort of people making comments and like... You're right. They were were like laughing and And I thought, you know, really though... Where there was... I mean, there was a whole ethnic, you know, minority groups that were not in any way acknowledge and it was just about the fact exactly that. and again i think it has so little to do with the oscars so it just there was a point where i thought okay he said it mm-hmm. we've had the joke now let's move forward correct oh well so let, uh, let's move on to the performances i thought all the per- all three performances were pretty good completely wholeheartedly disagree i thought sam smith sounded great the song is just okay. Undeniably just okay. He looks like baby powder. I kn- <laughs> In like human form. Just, I don't even know what that means. Just like you say Adele looks like mayonnaise. I know, she does. He looks like baby powder. You know, I thought, yeah, he does look a little weird right now. But I thought he sounded good. Mm. And I thought he was good. I don't know, like, I, that's what I expected from him. Did you think he would win? No. Scott Feinberg is obviously off his case. Scott, if you're listening to this, well, this was a weird year. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of those little ones obviously were very much talked about. Yeah, but Sam Smith was his number two. Uh, Homeboy from Bridge of Spies was his number two. Mm. You know what I mean? A lot of the ones that didn't win, his second choice won. But I wouldn't consider that him guessing it correct. Oh no, 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 and he won either. And last year he predicted like all but one. I think this year he did miss a lot. Lady Gaga sucked. I thought, first of all, that song, from the minute we heard it, it's not a good song. No. It has a great message. The message was very clear. And I think that that is the more important point, is that she got her message across. Yeah. The song is not very good. I was hoping she won just because it's Lady Gaga and she's sort of on this moment right now. Yes. And it would have been been cool cool to see her win. Also, she looked incredible. Oh, yeah, she did. She's probably the cool, like, one of the best dressed, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um... Eh, it didn't really affect me that she didn't win. This guy and the that weekend, I work with texted me a, a screenshot of what Perez Hilton said, which I thought was shady because didn't he love her? Yeah. Said that there's something about being so overdramatic that it almost feels insincere, and that's what it felt like. Is that it's like she's doing this just because it's it's her time and Lady Gaga and she has all these people holding hands. It just felt tacky. Didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah. I would say it sort of reminded me of, remember when Macklemore sang What Do You Call and All the Gay People Got Married? I love that. Queen Latifah. You actually love that? Oh, that was fun. 
And everybody was crying. Okay, we'll move on. Keith um, Urban again was crying. And hated that. I thought that was the most cheesy cornball. Let's get a headline moment ever. For sure. Um. Anyway, why are we talking about that? So, uh, the weekend also I thought was great. He sounded great. The performance I thought was cool and very Oscar appropriate, yet very appropriate to the movie that he was representing. I hated him. When I hate him in person. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of his. I don't like his music. I don't like his look. I don't like his music, but you have to... Do you think of the songs he's come out with, that would be my favorite? Oh, for sure. It's a good time. And it's perfect for that movie. Exactly. And you said they're doing... They're getting all the same people. Yeah, so Ellie Goldingham, Annie Lennox, Beyonce. It's going to be all the same people. That's incredible. Good for them. Yeah. Maybe they'll be back again. Maybe, exactly. Um, Shady moment of the night. Why weren't the other three performers or people nominated for Best Original Song? They ask. Song? I'm sure they just say no. Why would they? I don't know. That, that happens make all any the time, sense though. That doesn't make any sense to me. I know. They do that all but the time. But don't all nominees usually perform? It just depends what year. Like, I saw the Scarlett Johansson year, when that song was nominated, two of them didn't perform. Weird. And she said no. That's why they didn't have her do it. They asked her and she said no. She said, like, I'd rather not. She said she didn't want to. I wouldn't either. To perform at the Oscars? For sure. I mean, she obviously cannot sing in real life. That's, I like that song. Though. Oh, it's fantastic. It's so manufactured. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It is weird. So what did you just try about? Sorry, because I moved and I know I'm not supposed to move. Um, so, yeah. Uh, surprise winners of the night. First of all, Leo and Brie were about as set in stone as something could be. What freaked me out was when everybody started cheering for Sierra Sharona. And I would have loved if she would have won. I put in my head, I thought, why couldn't there be a tie? This has been such a toss-up year in a lot of the categories. Yeah. To the point where in most of the categories, if any of them would have won, I would have been like, okay. Brie, I love her. I'm so glad she won. But yeah. if Sersha had won, I would have been thrilled. Oh, yeah. If Charlotte Rampling had won, I would have been thrilled. Absolutely. Leo, if Steve Jobs, uh, Mark Fassbender would have won. Michael Fassbender? Who's Mark Fassbender? Mark Fassbender. Some I would have been thrilled. You know what I mean? It just it didn't really matter to me. Alicia, as much as I was rooting for her, mm. I was also rooting for Kate Winslet. Oh, because, yeah, she was great. Um, surprise. I don't know. I can't remember. The right only now. acting category that was off was... Every, uh, all the predictions had Sylvester Stallone. He That's acted right. like he was going to win. That's right. On the red carpet, he was walking around like, this is my moment. Yeah. And also, Leo did that, and I did not appreciate that. On the award, the pre-red yeah. uh, carpet thing. On ABC? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. On ABC, he said, you know, this is sort of the pen, like the end of like 25 years of hard work or whatever. And mm. that's him sort of saying, like, I'm going to win, and this is all sort of led up to this moment. And I was like, don't That's why like, in my mind I, I wish that he wouldn't have. Yeah. It, first of all, it would have been fun if he had Oh, enough. my God. Because then we can make a joke about it for another five years. Because, like, now what? Who cares? Exactly. Now And also, he's going to leave and go do cocaine, like, hook up with a model. Literally. That's all I ever think about. I mean, Leonardo do you see the pictures of him, like, partying yeah. and stuff? Yes. He's mad. He's I know. crazy. He's like Shia LaBeouf. Spotlight winning was a shock. Spotlight winning was a shock. Also literally my least favorite, probably, of all the Best Picture nominees. No. First of all, Mad Max should not be considered for Best Picture. It was a cool movie, best technically. Picture. No. I did not think Spotlight was the best movie of the year. Then again, I never agree with what wins. Literally. I did not think Birdman was the Best Picture of the year. I can see how they are. I, yeah, I know. I totally agree. Of course. The subject matter. All the performances are fine. The writing is good. But like, eh. You're right. I mean, yes. Yes and no. I'm it's sure. always sort of the safe choice that wins. Yeah. 
It's never the like crazy movie. You know, all the little clips from Brooklyn that they mm-hmm. kept playing really slid up on my head. Like that movie is like unreal. But see, fantastic. that movie is so quiet. Yeah, but who cares? So it was spotlight. And it was interesting. The guy on E said today, which I had never thought of this, is every, almost every year all the Best Picture nominees have a female. I mean, have a male lead. Mm. None of them have a female lead. It's like one out of every couple years. Mm-hmm. And this year, there's like four of the eight You're right. had female leads, which I thought was very interesting. There you go. But Brooklyn's too quiet of a movie. But I love it. If you, you don't think Spotlight Brooklyn, was too quiet? No, because it won everything, and all those people are huge movie stars. Oh, I guess. Saoirse Ronan is up and coming. And they did quite a campaign for her. I mean, she was on everything. I thought you meant like physically quiet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. Spotlight was like a very quiet movie. It was. Um, yeah, Go so I didn't Brooklyn. agree with that. Trumbo we didn't see, unfortunately. Yeah, we missed two movies, Trumbo and Creed. And I didn't see Joy. Um, they did. I'm surprised Jennifer Lawrence wasn't up there at all. Yeah, that was weird. She was very she also reserved. looked kind of bizarre and Ooh. didn't do the red carpet. Yeah, she, she was late, apparently. They said her car was late or something. That's a bummer. Mm, I could care less. It's you so... could care less. <laughs> if you could care less, you'd be like, oh, I'm still slightly interested. I'm from Hillsborough. If I want to say I could care less, I will say it. Here, I'm, I have to be honest, I'm really regretting sitting like this. I'm very I mean, your arm is hurting, probably. I know. You look like Kate Winslet, you're getting drawn by Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm wearing a Titanic shirt. <laughs> Animals. Um, so, yeah. They were, it was a okay Oscars. I liked it. Yeah. It was just, a, it was a good time. Who hosted last year? Ellen. That was last year? Or Neil? I don't remember Neil even hosting. Me either. He hosted the Oscars? Yes. Oh, yeah. He was last year with the ballot box oh, and all and that. Oh, and sucked. I try yeah. to forget. Yeah. Ellen, the best Oscar hosts are... Whoopi. Whoopi and Billy Crystal. You cannot beat either of them. Rosie O'Donnell. I would love her to host Oscars. She would be fantastic. No. Wow. Yeah, she would. Amy Schumer. Yeah, they, well, they, you know, they tried to do Anne Hathaway and Homeboy. Yeah. And so since then, they've tried to stay away from, like, young kind of people. But they're not comedians. Exactly. I still am confused why they were ever asked to host. A comedian should be hosting It should be Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. They should be like the... But see, they can't because they just did the Golden Globes. And the Oscars are never going to pick somebody who was, like, somebody else's thing. You're right. So they'll probably never do it. No, or maybe like in 10 years or something. Amy Schumer will do it in like five years. Yeah. Who do you think next year? Literally no. Do you think Kevin Hart? I think they'll have Ellen back at some point. She was good. My least favorite ever probably honestly was What's-His-Face from Family Guy. Seth MacFarlane. Because his opening was funny, but then after that he was bizarre. You're right. Eh, like Or eh. Steve Martin and Alec Baldwin. Oh, they were okay. They were funny. Just alright. Yeah. I wish they had like Lily Tom one. Ew. Remember when you thought she was going to be nominated for Grandma? She was winning every festival award at the time. I had reason. I wasn't just like... That's probably the worst movie of the year. The worst critically acclaimed movie of the year. That, yeah. I mean, that was not fun. It was just okay. Yeah. And you know, I feel such a disservice. The only Oscar movie I took my family to see was Joy. Not my best moment. I'm still interested in seeing that. Did we get a screener? Mm-mm. No, but I'll we'll watch it. It'll be on DVD in like a week. You're, you're right. Yeah. That's okay. So now we're gonna move on from the Oscar. Do you have something else to add? Um. See you next year. I'm trying to think. We will be at the Oscars time. next year. Let's put that in the world. I just want to do something in award season next year. 
I'm I'm aiming for like the Emmys in September. We could figure out something about oh, it in September. Oh, for sure. Okay. Um. Yeah. So wish us luck on our grand adventure. <laughs> okay. So we're gonna move on to Fuller House. This week was the beginning of Full, or was the entire release of Fuller House. Disclaimer: I couldn't care less about this TV. But you show. did watch the first one. No, I didn't. I thought you and Patrick, Patrick watched just it. Watched it. I literally don't care. Oh. I'm sorry, but please still talk about it because you know I have hundreds of opinions. Well, I don't want your opinions if you haven't watched it. And you've never even seen Full House. No, I haven't. Oh, gee. So just sit quiet. Okay, so this is the first... I mean, so Fuller House is a reboot of Full House. Yes. Except it features the three daughters, Candace Cameron... Our two daughters, Candace Cameron and Jodie Sweetin, and then Kimmy Gibbler, the annoying neighbor from the show. And it's basically the same premise as the first mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. They all move in to help take care of kids because her husband has died. Wow. It is... Okay, so if you love Full House, mm. you'll love Fuller House simply for the fact of you get to see all your Full House people as adults. Are all the episodes out? All the episodes are out. I've only watched three because they're like 40 minutes. And sometimes I have to rest. Like, let's just be real. I mean, you just told me five minutes ago you read for four hours. I did. But I really wanted to read. Okay. So, uh, yeah. I like it. Do I love it? Do I think it moved any mountains? Do I think that it's going to be nominated for anything besides a Teen Choice Award? Absolutely not. On a, like, fun, personal, nostalgic, I love it level, I love it. But on a level of, like, it actually being a good show, it's so corny. Like, like I, the first episode was corny, but then the more they get into it and they're like, like, ah, factor is sort of over, you're like, Oof, like this needed some real writers. Worse than Dog with a Blog. No, it's not bad. I love... No. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Is that a show like on Nickelodeon? A Disney channel. Oh, jeez, Louise. And he has Dog like those moving lips. <laughs> I'm have to look that up. Um, is it like Girl Meets World? It's like it's exactly like Girl Meets World. I told my... Have you ever watched Melissa and Joey? Some. It's exactly like that. Like, very 90s humor set in 2000s. That doesn't pull me in. I know, but if you're not, it's not to draw in new viewers. It is simply to, you get to watch beloved TV characters exist again. And that is worth 10 episodes. How did that come back up? Because Full House has never left the air. It airs every single day in, like, every country in the entire world. I was reading this thing on Entertainment Weekly about it. It has never gone one day without being on TV. You're kidding. No. At some point. Because it has been on syndication on like six channels since it went off the air. Like Nickelodeon, TBS, ABC Family, they show it. So whoever created that is making money. Oh, well, those people are like created all those shows from the 90s. So they're rich to begin with. They ain't having no issues. And so, the same people wrote Fuller House, and they, I mean, that is the point, is it sticks exactly to the style of the old show, and it's very cute, and I love it. So I, what new interest brought it back to life? Just it, because we live in that era where they're reviving things. What's next? I Well, the, a lot of people family are saying matters. family matters, also because it's like, uh, it would be a black cast, and... You know, it was a diff- it represented a different group of people. I don't think Family Matters should come back because the plot was so sticky at the time. Yeah. He was a nerd. Yeah. And then they tried to make him pretty with Stefan or whatever. Is eh. that the one with Urkel? Yeah. I never watched that either. Yeah, that shouldn't come back. Jerry made a good point today. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. That's right. That's what they- and it would be great. Just call it Sabrina. 
that's it. Sold. I'll buy. I will literally buy the box set. I love but Sabrina. As what? Just her as an adult witch. With uh, whatever her name is something B. What's her name? The one who hosted Biggest Loser and the Big. Oh, Caroline Ray. <gasps> love her. Hollywood Squares. Loved Hollywood Squares. That's what we Did should. You know, Caroline later Ray. On. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, Caroline Ray was supposed to take over Rosie O'Donnell's show, You're right? And yeah. then it got canceled after just a couple like a couple months love caroline ray god bless i should try to find her for let's chat that's smart. she still does stand up we should do um it. okay so yeah the, i will say this the, here's the real issue with fuller house my mom's gonna murder me for saying this what is that after you get past the first episode mm. you realize that the show is built around candace cameron mm. and as much as i enjoy her and i think she's a talented actress and she was the best part of the first mm. episode she has some like really good moments she is not a strong enough actress to carry a series. Whose show was it in the beginning? It, well, it was everybody's, but you had Bob Saget, who was famous and so lovable. Stamos. John Stamos is like this hunk. My mom said she's in meat sweats. Uh, she didn't say meat sweats. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> she said she's like sweating Darlene. every time he comes on this episode. That's how you, when we saw Joy, <laughs> my mom was like lusting after Bradley Cooper. Yeah. She's asking why he didn't have a scene where he took his shirt off. <laughs> And did she like shout at the screen when somebody Susan came out? Lucci. <laughs> oh, my mom's gonna murder me. Uh, Meat sweat. So anyway, she feels like there's a giant Mila. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. So they had everybody carrying the show, and this it's Candace Cameron, and then her two supporters, which is Jody Sweet, or Jody Sweeten, and uh, I don't know Andrea Barber, who is Kimmy Gibbler. Riddle me this. Okay. Watch now that you've watched it. Do you still think uh, Mary Kay and Ashley are going to be on it? No. Uh, yes, they will pop up in the second season. They got too much crap from not doing it. So it was the second season. Yeah, it's, uh, it'll absolutely get picked up. Have you not As seen like the a internet? real show? Yeah, oh. a Netflix show. Mm-mm. This is the biggest mess of my entire life. Okay. Next, we're going to talk about Kelly Clarkson. So Kelly Clarkson was on American Idol this week. It was her last appearance. She pre-taped. Uh, something for the finale which we got to go to yes, which was did. very cool yes we did uh, but this was her final appearance ever she sang piece by piece and cried yeah. which we had already seen because I'm obsessed and because she sang it every now on her tour and cried correct but she had never done it in which a public ruins setting it. I'm telling you right now I, I don't care what you say her crying every time ruins that moment to me because you don't think it's genuine absolutely it's a it, it is okay you have to say this. That song is very like, just like Jennifer Garner's article in Vanity Fair, which we should probably be talking about that. Oh, yeah. But too late. Um, we'll talk about it next time. But uh, her sort of saying, um, I mean, she says everything so blatantly. There's nothing, no two ways about that song. Everything about her dad, she says in full terms. Which is which not... Which I love. Yeah. And so you have to give her a little bit of credit. That has to be an emotional moment to sing that in front of millions of people. I mean, but, she says he said she was worthless. Like, that's not something you can just stand up there and say and be, like, okay about it. But every time... I know. She's also pregnant. People cry a lot when they're pregnant. And it was a very emo- acute television moment. I'm so glad that she did it because people on a grand scale got to see it not just me you know that video i show you all the time for crying in texas where she's like a puddle yeah that only has like six thousand views four thousand of which are probably me i've watched that what are you hundreds talking about? of 5, times yeah you're so mean anyway the song's number one on itunes of course and i hope that it i hope it's a hit but for what her. will this change 
nothing. But whereas her CD was non-existent a week ago, uh-huh. now it's number three on iTunes. So a CD that was basically overlooked for her. So I'm thrilled for her in that respect. I, first of all, I love that song. I tell you that every single time you play it. I know. I don't understand her. I just don't get her. Like, I don't know what it is. She's not convincing me. I love her as a human, mm-hmm. but there's something about her. Like when uh, Maybe it is because I've just seen her cry so much and her blame it on her being pregnant and all this other kind of stuff. It's just like, it, that gets kind of old. And Cedric was saying she's flat. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to get shady in here. Um, <laughs> but you know what? I love her. I'm glad that her last appearance on American Idol was such a big moment for her, as it should be. How amazing is that? That her career started on that show, and she ended it by being, like, having, like, basically a really big career moment. But not really, because she still has that medley going on. Yeah, but this is is her, like, you know, she had a whole day of her. Are we supposed to talk about it? I I think we can. That's all on Twitter. We didn't sign anything. You're right. I've been to things where you've signed. Like that? Yeah, signed that confidentiality agreement. Stuff that's pre-taped. That was so dumb. You know when you go to a celebrity lip sync, or what is that show called? Yeah. Lip sync battle, you have to sign a uh, confidentiality agreement. So it doesn't leak out. Luckily, my friend texted me right after he saw Ian Hathaway on it, and said I just saw Ian Hathaway sing Wrecking Ball. (laughs) Okay, so uh, now we're going to move on to our songs of the week. I'll go first since we were just talking about it. Yes. Piece by Piece by Kelly Clarkson. Set Me Free by Angie Miller. Strengthen my heart, life set apart 
so good. That's the first song. Oh, that's the first time I've ever put a Christian song on here. God bless America. I was about to say, it ain't the first time we ever had a Christian song on here. Trey, don't come for me. <laughs> Love. It's a good time, and she should be famous. I hope. God bless. We're wishing good luck for you, Angie. Come on now. Okay, so you're, uh, what you're looking forward to this week? I don't know. I wrote it down. I hold on. I have to look. You, oh, I forget to write it down. Wednesday. Big Brother Canada. Okay. But we can't watch if that. You, oh, why can't we? On it's like on TV. YouTube, and I'll look up on Project Free TV or whatever that bootleg website is. They put it up that night, and I can stream it right to the Apple TV. If you like reality TV, I would recommend you find Big Brother Canada because mm. it's the best Big Brother ever. It's so You're much right. better than the American You're right. One. I have watched clips of it. Love Big Brother Canada. It is a and good... And it starts this Wednesday. It is a good, good time. Um... I don't know what I'm looking forward to. Tell me something. I don't know. What are you doing this week? I would love to see The Witch again. The Veach. Which we did see. Mm. And you didn't like it. I just thought it was okay. I think it's a I fun, I didn't dislike it. Movie. What I was your favorite part? Mm, when she goes, clickety-clackety, clickety-clackety. Or when the girl uh, goes, silence, creature. <laughs> the dad says that. Or when the bird was pecking out the woman's nins, <laughs> uh, am I not supposed to nins? Well, no. I mean that was a wild moment, but I think everybody should go see that movie. I'll go see it again this week, so you guys can tell me what you think. And finally, your goober of the week. Who's yours? Mine is everyone who keeps comparing Katy Perry to Jean Benet Ramsey. Oh my god, that'll be the same <laughs> thing for me. We talked about that for a little while. That's that was so funny. dumb. People are so weird. Stop talking about a dead little girl. She what if it is? Be. What if it is Jean Benet Ramsey? I mean, that is wild. Her parents are walking around free. I mean, Clint Eastwood is taking care of Burt Reynolds and he has AIDS. No, stop saying that. We don't know that. Stop saying that out loud. And <laughs> uh, what's her face? Casey Anthony. Her mom is just out in the world, pregnant. Do you think Jean Benet Ramsey's parents killed her? Yes. Her mom bought rope like a day before she was hung. Come on. They had the receipt with her signature on it. You don't think she's Katy Perry? I don't think she's Katy Perry, no. I wish. That'd be amazing. But I don't think it's her. If so, I'd love to talk. We need to get her on 2020 or something. As JonBenet Ramsey or Katy Perry? Both. JonBenet Perry. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It's our one year anniversary. It's our one year anniversary. If you want to find us outside of this lovely podcast, you can find us on youtube.com slash tallpawpictures, on facebook.com slash let's chat with Curry, on Instagram at Curry Terrell and at Adrian J. Gomez, on Twitter at Curry Terrell and at underscore Adrian J. Gomez, and as Adrian always says, on Vine at Curry Terrell and at underscore adrian j gomez and find the truth regarding jumping at ramsey <laughs> y'all know the truth it. is out there the truth is out there i want to believe have a great week bye, bye.